2: Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome
1: to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
3: It was a uh, It was a tough week for our Saints fans, and then tough week for both Saints and LSU. I can't imagine what Mike Dettelier's show was like yesterday. Uh, wwl radio tv new orleans mike d joins us on the farm bureau insurance guest line and the show is brought to you by southern ag credit financing life outside the city limits from livestock to agribusiness and land loans southern ag credit has the experience and expertise to make your dream of owning land a reality powered by Southern Ag Credit in Ridgeland. That's Southern Ag Credit in Ridgeland. We welcome in Mike De Mike D, what was your show like yesterday?
2: Everybody was restless. Um <laughs> you know Saints fans are one thing, LSU fans are another. That's all I can tell you. Um, you know, I think for some Saints fans, um, you because know, there's been a couple generations. They don't, they don't harken back to the days when they were really bad, and so you know they got used to winning with Sean and Drew Brees and everything else. And so I think it was the lack of effort more than anything against Tampa, where this this team seemed almost like Dracula had visited them overnight. <laughs> they played with no energy, nothing, and and they got beat up by the Bucks. LSU fans are different because now you're watching an offense that the only thing we've seen better is 2019 with Joe Burrow the, of the way they put up points and their defense is absolutely awful. Absolutely awful. Ooh. Not a surprise in the secondary, but uh, because that, that was the weak point of this team. But, how they are not winning up front along defensive line is shockingly bad.
3: Oh, yeah. So y'all hired, uh, or they hired Pete Jenkins, who you and I have talked about for years. And I mean, he coached all the way back with Jackie Sherrill a million years ago. Guy's a legend. Um, one of the best ever top, top three or four. Um, all right, so so LSU is 118th in defensive scoring efficiency. They're last in the power five. I can't even believe I'm saying that with the athletes that they sign year in, year out. How did we get – before we get into what Pete can do, and he's excellent, how did we get here, Mike, with LSU's defense?
2: Man, I you know, I really don't know, uh, to be honest with you. If I had that answer, it'd be easy, uh, one – uh I think they're they're not playing Perkins in the right spot I and mean, he's an edge rusher, and they're using him all across the board. And- the talk was, well, we're going to get him ready for the NFL. Man, to hell with that! Let the NFL get Perkins exactly. ready.
3: Exactly.
2: You know, you you paid to win games, and so I I don't understand what Matt House is is doing with him. And defensive line, it's been a, a myriad of issues, but a part of it too is they're not well coached along defensive line. Uh, Jamar Kane was a defensive line coach from a year ago, and he left right after National Signing Day in February to join uh, Vance Joseph, who he had, had ties with, uh, as the uh, defensive line coach, rush specialist with the Denver Broncos and Sean Payton. Uh, Gerald Chapman had taken over as the defensive line coach uh, for the spring. But uh, Brian did a uh, kind of national search, and he hired Jimmy Lindsey, who had been the defensive line coach at South Carolina. Uh, Jimmy had a major medical issue uh, in the summer, and, and will not coach this year. But Chapman had left, and he took over the defensive line coaching position at Tulane. So they had to go out, and they got John Jancic, who was on the staff. John's never coached defensive line before in his life. He's been a linebacker's coach. Good Lord. And so, you know, uh, it was so funny. Uh, I talked to Pete Jenkins twice last week. Uh, We speak a couple times a week just because, you know, Pete is sort of, um, I guess, an advisor, I guess would be the best terms. Uh, two different coaches that he, he works with their teams during the spring and during the summer. Uh, Nick Saban at Alabama, Kirby Smart at Georgia. Uh, He's worked at Kentucky. Uh, I think the last place he worked with was at Oregon. He's worked with their defensive line. Dan Lanning. Okay. Yeah. Because Dan, see Dan was at Georgia sure, and, and Pete got to know him through there and and Dan's brought him in um, more than a few times, I should say, uh, the, to help with defensive line technical work. And then, you know, he also has Louisiana Line Camp here down in uh, in Thibodaux, and a, a big seminar he does every summer uh, in Houston, coaching and perfecting the techniques of NFL defensive line. Uh, so he works with probably 75 to 80 uh, defensive linemen who plays in the NFL and also uh, works with guys uh, as they prepare for the NFL draft. So Pete's kept busy for an 80-something-year-old guy. Wow. And so we we talked a couple times last week, and, uh, man, when he called me Sunday and he was like, well, Hoss, guess what? <laughs> One more ride for the old man. I'm like, what? You got to be kidding! He's like, yeah, one more ride for me, and uh, so he said he's no miracle worker, and uh, like he said, I'll do my best try to help with the technical part of the game. But LSU's getting pushed around up front, and uh, you know Brian, who he has never met until yesterday. Really? They have talked on the phone. Uh, he was at LSU, I think, for a little over a week in February
1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Boyd were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: And Brian was recruiting, so he never actually got to meet meet Brian Kelly. And so yesterday was the first time they've ever met. Brian spoke of um, he spoke to me about Pete, and he has spoke openly about just. How great of a defensive line coach Pete is, but they had never met until yesterday. They had spoken on the phone, but never met. So it goes to show you kind of the small world you live in. And uh, you know, I, again, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen there. And at eighty two, you know, like you said, Mike, you know, I got energy now. I can't tell you what's going to happen by Friday. <laughs> so, <laughs> You know, Pete is beat, man. He got some stuff with him. So, uh, again, though, it's an underachieving group along that defensive line. They're getting pushed around. And uh, Ole Miss pushed them around. Yeah, they uh, did. Uh, man, they got no pass rush at all on Jackson Dart. And I thought Jackson played his best game I've ever seen in an Ole Miss uniform Yeah, uh, against LSU. Really played well. And and what more could you ask of uh, Jaden Daniels uh, for LSU? I mean, he made throws almost like you talk about put the ball in a bucket. Uh, Ole Miss corners they were right there. And he dropped that ball in there uh, just like you know throwing a ball in a bucket. Uh, remarkable to, to see, and yet in a losing effort. So. I think Brian recognized he needed to, to get some help for Jancic uh, up front along the defensive line and bringing in Pete. Uh, I think will help how much that remains to be seen. And they got a tough opponent this week. I I sort of felt Missouri was kind of the assassin waiting in the wings for them. Because you're playing on their turf, 11 o'clock. Um, their defense is legit. And, man, they got a pitch and catch combination that is really good. And LSU's weakness certainly is they have not been able to get a pass rush, but their secondary is flat out awful. It's no more DBU anymore.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?